What do you do when people judge you? What do you do when people judge you? Have you ever been judged? Have you ever been judged by someone who was totally and completely wrong about their perspective and their belief about you? If you're dealing with a judgmental spirit right now, right now in your life, whether you're being judgmental about what's happening in Ferguson, Missouri, or how the president is dealing with uh, terrorists over in the Middle East, or if you're dealing with judgment about anything that's happening in the NFL, judgment is reserved for God. I'm Pastor Keith, and welcome to another episode of A Pastor's Passion. I live in Minnesota, and typically around this time of the year, we prepare a fire for the cold weather that's coming. Even though it's just fall, or just pre-fall weather, we prepare a fire for the cold weather that's coming because it is coming. Tonight we're going to talk about two things. What to do when you're being judged and what to do when you're being misjudged. People will misjudge you and people will judge you. Being judged and being misjudged are two different things. But they can both be used by the devil and by other people to try and assassinate and attack your character. Being judged is when somebody thinks something typically negative about you without ever getting to know you. Being misjudged is when somebody thinks something about you that is completely and totally not true, but they believe it anyway. Two very different things, but again, both are often used to try and attack and or assassinate your character. Let me explain. When people judge you, they typically do so because of what they see from their perspective or what they hear from someone else's viewpoint. They may judge your looks, the way you dress, the way you talk, walk, act, react or even interact with other people, they may even judge your actions. They may judge you on your gifts or skills, talents, abilities, memory, knowledge and resources. They may judge you on the experiences that you've had or even the decisions that you have made. They may judge you on your choice of a spouse or what they see in your family or your faith or what they believe about your finances. They may judge what they think they know about your accomplishments, and they may even judge what you're doing or not doing in your ministry. People tend to judge you in any number of ways on any number of things. And even though some of the things that they're judging you about may be right, it is not our place to judge anyone on anything. Brothers and sisters, there is only one righteous judge, and his name is Jesus, and he was given the authority to judge by God himself. When people misjudge you, it's not just because they're judging you in the first place, but typically it's because of something they believe is true about you that isn't. So they pass judgment on you without ever trying to or even waiting on what the facts really are. Here's an example. You may be the biggest giver 
on the planet. But because you do so quietly and silently, without letting people know when, what, or why, or even how you're giving, they may misjudge you by thinking or believing that you don't give or make sacrifices in any way at any time at all. They may misjudge you by calling you selfish rather than a servant. Another example is that you may be one of the most gifted and skilled people sitting in the pews, but because you sit quietly and don't or no longer openly use your gifts and skills in the church and the ministry where they can see them, they may misjudge you by thinking that you're not doing anything with your gifts and skills to help at all. And most of the time, they don't take the time to ask you why it is that you don't or they don't see you using your gifts and skills in the church or in the ministry. I personally have gone through those kinds of situations multiple times. And it's simply because I got fed up with people trying to or asking me to use the gifts, skills, talents, abilities, memory, knowledge, and resources that God has given me for their own selfish gains. And yes, these were people that were in the church, and I just got fed up with it. So I started to sit silently and quietly and let the Lord use me outside of the sanctuary, doing things such as feeding the hungry and clothing the naked, visiting the sick and ministering to prisoners and helping strangers and spending time with widows and widowers and even spending time to help take care of orphans. And even though they don't see me doing these things, my wife and I and our family, we've been doing them for decades, for years, literally years. When people misjudge you, they can spread their message to others, causing others to misjudge you as well. Again, being judged and being misjudged can be used to try and attack and or assassinate your character. I say this because I've been through both these situations, being judged and being misjudged, more than once. I've been judged and misjudged both inside and outside my family, inside and outside of the church by people who think that I'm still the same person from my childhood or from my youth and when I was running in the gangs and dealing and doing drugs and doing all sorts of things and crazy things on the south side of Chicago where I grew up. People judge and misjudge me even though I'm 51, they still think I'm 21. And people judge and misjudge me based on what they used to know about me rather than what they see me as today or how God sees me today. I've been active in the ministry for 18 years and that's one thing that many of them do not know. So they judge me based on how they knew me then rather than how I am now. I'm not that same person who made bad decisions and stupid mistakes back in my childhood and in my youth. I'm a changed man now. My life has been transformed and through the power of the gospel and through the love of Jesus Christ, I have been transformed. So rather than look at me for the man of God that I am now 
and the Spirit of God that lives in me, they judge me for what I used to do when I was living in the world. Listen, brothers and sisters, there are people that will not like you just because other people like you. Let me say that again. There are people that will not like you just because other people do like you. But the one thing that many elders have taught me over the years is never to waste your time and energy on trying to please everybody because it will be a waste of time and energy. Instead, you focus your efforts on pleasing God. Let Him handle the people. Today's episode of A Pastor's Passion asks the simple question, what do you do when people judge or misjudge you? And the answer is very simple. You continue to work and living for God so that your walk and your talk and your actions will speak for you without you ever having to utter a word. You continue to walk right, to talk right, to live right, to love right, to sing and pray right so that those who may judge you or misjudge you can see it and glorify God which is in heaven. You continue to step forward, step up, make progress, open doors, and be the willing vessel, willing servant, living witness, and living sacrifice that God has called you to be, and you don't have to worry about the people. You continue to do what God's Word says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, where it says, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them who despitefully use you and persecute you. Brothers and sisters, you continue to pray and praise, to have faith, and to do the work, to give willingly and to give cheerfully, and let God handle the people. You continue to go to church and fellowship with other saints so that all of you can be encouraged. You continue to evangelize in the mighty name of Jesus because you know that it was Him and only Him that transformed your life from what it was to what it is now. What do you do when people judge you and misjudge you? You continue to thank God for blessing your life with His goodness and His love, His grace and His mercy, His Spirit and truth, and His wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You continue to live your life for the Lord so He can share His life with you. You continue to believe that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment God shall condemn. Because this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is of Him, saith the Lord. You continue to work for God so that He will continue to work in you and through you. You continue to know and believe in the fact that the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up yet again. You continue to forgive so that you can be forgiven. 
you continue to teach and preach and lead and minister and share the goodness of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the love of God with others so that they can be transformed. You continue to pursue holiness and righteousness and you continue to ask the question, what would Jesus do? You continue to live and to love and to laugh knowing that God always has the final say. Let me remind you that people talked crazy to and about Jesus and if you are a follower of Christ you should expect people to talk crazy to you and about you. I'm Pastor Keith. Thank you for watching another episode of A Pastor's Passion. May God bless you and may he keep you today and always in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.